captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey everyone, before we get started, um, just wanted to give a quick warning at the top of the show that this episode of New Girl and this episode of New Girl Old Guy uh, discuss drug use in a pretty um, casual and comedic way, so um, absolutely no worries if you want to drop off here and join us next week. Um, We fully support that. Back to the show. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl Old Guy for season four. Episode 6 of New Girl. Background check. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie Lasher, and I am joined uh, by Akiva Winnegar. Akiva, how are you? Don't you say with you as always, or is that Chester? I think Chester says that. I think every other podcast host says with me as always, and I don't do that. Brian says it about me. It's just trying to get away from classic tropes. How did you and Brian decide that Brian does the intro? Because it's Brian's show. Brian pitched to Rob. Brian was mm-hmm. making YouTube videos, interviewing the cast, and then pitched to Rob. And then Robert, Robert, <laughs> Rob messaged me and said, "There's this freak show who wants to do a podcast, and he needs a co-host." Duh, duh, uh, I guess you're the guest still in that in that sense. Like you, you're just you're just. I mean, like, do you consider left. yourself a guest on Renap? Yeah, on all three of my podcasts, I'm the guest. <laughs> well, then you should be the host here, because the guest is the host. It is true. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you just blew my mind. Uh, this was the easiest, <laughs> the easiest watch of any episode we've done, because if you remember, I watched this uh, two weeks ago. But you watched it again, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I didn't remember a single thing. I didn't mean to put pressure that you should have watched it again. I meant you told me you were watching it on Friday. So that's, ah, yes, you tried that's to get correct. me to do the podcast at 10 a.m. on Friday. And I was well, like, well, oh, I don't sadly, know. Some people I have a job. <laughs> I mean, I, st- I have a friend who like has never really had a normal job. Uh, and we've been out of college for a zillion years at this point. Yeah, we all know him. His name is Alex Chester. <laughs> no, it's no, no. Um, and and he'll like call me sometimes when we're in the same country or whatever, he'll be like, what are you doing today? I was like, well, it's Tuesday afternoon. So it was just a thing about like, you know, work and stuff, but he'll still do the same thing. Like he never, it's always like a surprise. Like, oh, you're not available at like Wednesday at 11 a.m. But the world has changed a little bit. Some, you know, more people work from home. People are a little bit more flexible than they were two, three years ago. Don't take this the wrong way. To borrow from Akiva, don't take this the wrong way. But you project daytime availability. Ironically, because I used to always be available, it was my best asset. My best of, uh, ability was You're availability. One. Best of one, yeah. But now, now I don't. I don't even have that. Well, let's. I, I'm I never mean, available. It's really hard to schedule this podcast, and especially with guests. We were supposed to have a guest this week. We had to bump the guests. The same thing happened with Missy. Like, you know, it's tough. The time zone scheduling was always hard. We started this project in the quarantine where mm-hmm. no one had more availability than people in the, in quarantine. Right. Then we transitioned back to work, but you're still working from home. Mm-hmm. Now you're never available. You like continually ask me to do like 3 p.m. on a work day. I can't mm-hmm. do that. You can't do five in the morning. So it's very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's a miracle. We've, we've I mean, we're, we're on a decent run right now. A couple in a row. Mm, this is now just one, two in a row. <laughs> like three out of four or something. Uh, no, I mean, I think what's going to happen is we're going to blink. And once we're through season four, which feels like it's moving slow, not because this episodes are moving slow but or I don't like them, but like, you know, I think it's taken us a long time to cover six episodes. My own yes. problem, like with scheduling. Mm-hmm. Once we get through season four, we're off to the races. We're in the long stretch around in the corner. I agree. Finish season four, it's one year of episodes, right? It's probably 22, 22, and I think eight or something. That's exactly a year. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So we're, we're like, on Tuesday, I always say this about a vacation. You take, like, a week of vacation in a, in a real sense, not, like, taking your kids away for a month. Like, an actual vacation, mm-hmm. uh, seven days. The first two days are like, wow, we have so much time left on this trip. This is going, I'm enjoying all the days. We're getting so much in. We're doing so much. 
And then like the halfway point comes and the trip is over. <laughs> that, yeah. That's I think that's where we're at. We're at the like yeah. top part of the vacation. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. All right. What's going on, Keith? Not much. Just finished Shabbat. And uh, this is a Saturday. Uh, can I say when we're recording? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes we can. Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Saturday afternoon. Um, record. Uh, it's just the two of us. We haven't had a guest in a while. I, I don't I don't like having guests every d- week, but first of all, we had Ian two weeks ago. Oh yeah, that is true. <laughs> Sorry, finish your thought. I should be quiet. No, I, I like having guests every like fourth episode. You know. Well, hopefully Felipe will join us next week. Mm-hmm. Um, if we could get that scheduled. I think we're at the point where before having guests, it's like, all right, the next time you could come on, that's when you could come on. How do we yeah, used well, to do it? Scheduling... We used to just like do it with guests. That was wild. Well, because scheduling has become so, – I mean, we just went through the evolution of our scheduling. Scheduling now has become so difficult. People really like podcast logistics, right? I think they love logistics. Um, I also think these things b- bounce around. Like, uh, now we have jobs. Who knows what will happen in a year or two from now? God forbid. I want to have a job. No, you have a, a job, but who knows? Maybe things are more flexible. Maybe we'll be in charge. You'd be like I, the queen I will, of all the lawyers or something. I am something. unlikely to ever be able to record at 2 p.m. on a weekday. Or, or Dream I've bigger. Lost job. Dream bigger. <laughs> um, speaking of logistics, mm-hmm. Kiwi is swindling me to try to come back on a Renap appearance, which we'll talk about at some point. Can we talk? I just have a, a general logistics question about that. Sure. Since we're in it already. You this floated is, like this two, is NGOG news break because I have not mentioned this on on Renat. That's not true. My sources have told me that you a few have weeks ago we mentioned it. But, your name, but, <laughs> but like, lie. but I think people this will be like it'll be advancing the story. Okay. Well, listen. You, everything's a scheme and a scam with you, so I don't know. That's I oh, mean. Please. Anyway, here's the thing. Yeah. You have pitched two, three dates that are like weeks apart from each other. What is Renap's scheduling process. Like, are you? I think it's really. Like I think it's an. Ahead? The problem is, I can't. You can never do, which is fair. You and Chester can't really just do. Like, you could only do like seven o'clock or later on a normal night, but I can't do that at night because that's two a.m. for me on a night where I have to go to work in the morning, so I cannot do it, and I can't do Friday nights. So the only times we can ever do are Saturdays, but Rob's not always available on Saturdays, and Chester's not around on Saturdays because it's still Shabbat for him. <laughs> And I work Sundays. Sunday's a work day for me, so I have the same two AM issue. Well, they, so I mean, I can like, only yeah, do yeah. The haters should hear this. I, the haters aren't listening to this, but haters will say, "I didn't want to be on Renap when I was on Renap." But like, here's the background: it was always a very difficult schedule to make that happen. No, I'd say it's the, the opposite. I'd say we're willing to push the record for a few days. Just no, I'm for, saying mutually as we between one... us. I'm not calling you a hater, despite the fact that you are probably the main hater associated mm-hmm. with Drunap. I was mm-hmm. putting us on a team against haters. I hear I what you're saying. saying look at but I'm saying you, on. yeah, we, we were a little bit ahead this week. So we had maybe like instead of seven days, we had like 12 days to kill or something. But okay, you that makes are... sense. Because I was like, how can you be offering like dates three weeks apart? Yeah, but I, I, I just because we're four people, it's so hard to get all four of us, you know in in different places on the same time i mean me and chester have appeared on me you chester and rob have appeared on a podcast with like eight other people also sure it's just i i think it's harder now you need to circulate a when to meet or a doodle yeah i would have done that i just thought that would be like a lot for everybody i thought it would make it too formal you would well, you know the ways that you're you the ways that you operate informally has caused nothing but grief in the past. Probably true. Um, oh, so is that not happening because we can't get the scheduling together? No, I thought we said that Monday. I I already told you that Monday night. Please go back to the tape and and look at what my response to that was. You said it might not. It's not like ideal, but I said pencil it in. No, no, no. I said I have to first confirm that I don't have. Halloween ant related duties. Do you have a Halloween related business? Ant ant related, like my nephew, it's his first Halloween. Oh. Come the way for Purim. <laughs> okay. People I thought you meant like I, can I tell you what I thought you meant? To be seeing this. 
This is can I thought, can I tell enemy. you meant I thought you meant like drunk night. aunt like uh the drunk aunt the Halloween everyone wants Allie at their Halloween party obviously Saturday and I was gonna night. be like nobody's gonna invite you to your Halloween party on a Monday Ooh. it's Monday it's sad I'm sure it's weekend because <gasps> it's right after a weekend <laughs> Akiva listen this is just a taste guys just a taste it was never the and also the ba- the, the, <laughs> your 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 nephew is a baby yeah, like, that's there's gonna be asleep by the time we record. Also, Listen. doesn't know what day Halloween is. Just tell him it's like <laughs> Sunday. Tell him to wait for Purim also. Yeah, here's the thing. Right. I'm making zero concessions in my life for Renap. So if literally, like, the, the wind blows in the wrong direction, I'm not showing up. So mm-hmm. okay. I'm just, I just love that, like, Akiva was like, how about this date? And I was like, I've got to check a few things. And he was like, oh, I told Rob that was locked in. That is the frustration right there. Listen, I went to you first. I, I sort of gave you, like, all right, how does this work for you? No, you didn't. You didn't ask me availability. You told me what it was going to be. And I said no. And you said that's the date. I, I took that as a yes. You're oh. saying it was a no? All right, we'll talk about it a lot. I can't now wait it's... for Dr. Amanda to text you on this. Now it's getting right. now it's getting into Inside Baseball, I think. <laughs> I mean, no one's listening to this. Season mm-hmm. four, episode six, background yes. check. November 4th, they, they took it, you know, only because we're tracking that we might line up, did I notice that they took like a two-week jump here from, I think it was October 14th to November 4th, 2014. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine why. Like, was it the midterm elections, like, coverage? Like, I don't know what. Ba- oh, baseball, probably. They probably, It was probably like World Series or something, no? Oh, I keep thinking, like, what's happening now? Mm-hmm. Got it, got it, got it. Oh, you know the only thing sweeter than a Mets loss this year would be a Yankee win. What? No, 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 no. Don't start that. People have suffered enough already. That's disgusting <laughs> to even imply. Listen. No. Once the once the Mets lose, that's it. You've gotten your your measure of revenge. Don't go. Too we didn't far talk. With this. Did we talk about that? I'm not. Sure. I, I think we might have. <laughs> Here was the real. I don't. I shouldn't say this on the podcast. I'll tell you later. Well, because I watched game, I watched one of the games, the second game that they mm-hmm. won, with mm-hmm. a guy. And was you rooting for the Yankees? No, but like no, I watched the Mets game. Ah, got so it. Just saying, it. I was able to sort of like trade on the Mets energy for the game win, and but they lost. Imagine overall. if you watched with a guy like, and were like, so sweet. "Did you explain why you're rooting against the Mets?" Because he I wasn't rooting jumped against out the, the Mets. window. I was posing as my original Mets fandom. I'm not insane. Oh, okay. It might be insane okay. to be saying this on a podcast that somebody could find. That's the insane yeah. part. But it I mean, if I w- imagine, but imagine you're imagine you're on a day. It's like, uh, yeah, someone I know used to like the Mets so much, and I I want only pain for them, so I'm rooting against the Mets. I don't want pain for that person. I just like, did they really need to have like a life changing mm-hmm. happiness yeah, at that yeah. one specific time? And by the way, I'm is not your gonna... baseball team winning? If your baseball team is a life changing happiness, and it would be for me, like maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe our lives are, are meaningless anyway. Who knows? I mean, I don't think we need to cover this. I'm okay, fine, fine with somebody really, really caring about a sports team. I'm not going to dog him for that. Background check. Season four, episode <laughs> six. A pretty straightforward episode that takes place almost exclusively in the in the loft. Uh, I'm trying to think. Outside the elevator, which is in the building, is there another scene that's Well, not... you forgot the uh, pedophile road trip that Coach takes, but yes, otherwise... Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Off. That is true. Yeah, most... 95% of the time, we're in the we're in the loft. Uh, really one of my favorite episodes. I liked it. I like when everyone's together. Anyway, what's going on? Uh, there's a background check for Winston joining the police force. So the fish, a very uh, a no-nonsense cop, is coming to interview Winston at his apartment. I'm sure this is standard operating procedure for the LAPD. That's what they do. They come, they meet your roommates, make sure everyone is behaving, uh, ask them questions, go through their drawers. Just every, like, that's what the LAPD does. Like, they want the best of the best. And so that's this episode. Uh, Jess Jess uh, is nervous that she's on meth. Wild. Uh, and, uh, and and you know, we'll, we'll see if Winston can make it to, to be... Uh, LA in one of LA's finest. Is that what they call themselves? <laughs> LA's finest. I think the Kardashians are LA's finest, personally. Okay, that's probably true. Um, I, and I, that sounded sarcastic. I mean that so sincerely. But yeah, I'm no, you meant to talk that. about the you Hulu show in another time. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm Would you so watch every things. week? Yeah, I caught up. I was a couple episodes behind. I caught up last night while I was babysitting the bros. Is it better or worse than keeping up with the Kardashians? You know, I never kept up with the Kardashians, which is one oh, of my okay. biggest regrets. One day, I would l- listen, Keeve. If you yeah. want to pivot this to Allie and Keeve keep up with the Kardashians. Oh, now I'm so upset. I think we have one. to start that next week. <laughs> I think we should do it, honestly. I would do Let's... it, but it has to. We have to like figure out a way to like that for. Oh, that's how we end up free of Tuesdays at three. Like it does so well, then we're just like that's our. Job <laughs> that's now. how we end up free of Tuesdays <laughs> at three. That, that's like my a guy I used to work with. Who I feel like you would like probably the, mm-hmm. the Kiwi of my uh, professional life in mm-hmm. when I he was a paralegal. He mm-hmm. was like several. He was probably like three decades older than me. You know. Oh, okay, that's uh, but, why he's me. <laughs> no, not really. I think he's probably like 41, 42 okay, now. Um, yeah. But he used to joke, like he would read books on financial freedom, and he would mm-hmm. be like, are you financially free? Is your money working for you? That's the new expression. Like, are you free on Tuesdays at 3? Tuesday at 3. We that's should be happiness. on the road talking about this. The yeah. definition of success is being free Tuesdays <laughs> at 3. You were, from the people who brought you Tuesdays with more. No, that's very oh. sad. Uh, Tuesdays with Keeve is being free at three o'clock. Oh, I don't think the kids will happened. know. You don't. Rem- you never read Tuesdays with Maury. No, but I know it's like a devastating tale of a. It's man funny because like Tuesdays with Maury was probably like the most popular book before Harry Potter. Like it really was. It was. Like those are competing. One. Those are not competing audiences. I'm no, but I'm just saying like probably like the New York Times bestseller list. It was, like, number one for, like, five years. You know, it was, like, the book. I feel like it probably sucks, first of all. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. I feel like it's... No, you can. Of course you can. It's, <laughs> you can. And Mitch Album, like, he was a sports writer who wrote that book, even though the book's not about sports Mitch, at all. Al- His name is Mitch Album? Mitch Album. Oh, speaking of album, do you have any thoughts on the new T-Swift? Can we get the exclusive? Yeah, uh, I only listened... I listened once... Uh, and I listened to the extra songs also, the three. I was like songs. the three a.m. or the t- midnight drop. I listened to the first one, and then I didn't. I didn't even know about three a.m. till after I till after I listened. Um, I thought it was fine. I I don't know. I thought like as an album it was good, but I I don't know if there was any songs that like will make my like best year playlist. I have to I have to listen again. I think. What did you think? So I'm not a Swifty. I don't dislike her. I just mm-hmm. like it washes over me. Uh-huh. Um, I did listen to the full album. I skipped a couple, like, uh, I listened to like two minutes. I was like, I get it. And I moved on. It's not for me, but it is for other people. And I'm happy for those people. It's not bad. She's very, very talented. So, you know, imagine if not... you like, imagine if you went out with someone who loved Taylor Swift and then you broke up with them and you like rooted against Taylor Swift. Like, yes, this album sucks. Oh, that's interesting. It's just, you know, sports is such a unique thing. Yeah, it's true. Like that. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, it, like I didn't hate it, but I, I won't go back to it. Fair enough. Um, all right. Here's the thing about this episode. You had said so many things in the digest I wanted to address and then I forgot. Um, oh, you know what I was laughing about? No one ever will describe either one of us as no nonsense. I'd like to be no nonsense. No, we're, I mean, you could be, I think you're closer to being no nonsense than me. Like, this I don't is know nonsense, that anybody would you... ever say no nonsense. About you? Yeah. Who's saying no nonsense about me? Um, Probably nobody. I guess nobody. Do you know who? Is... There are two people in our lives who are no nonsense nonsense, no nonsense. people. Okay. Who? I think Rob and Chester both present no nonsense, but are you quite You think nonsense. they're no nonsense? I think Rob's pretty no nonsense. I mean, Chester's almost all his whole life is non like he just a bunch of charts and like. But he's but that's no, but that's no nonsense. Like to because your he's nonsense so to be Excel co- like codified on Excel or whatever mm-hmm. is is pretty no nonsense. And Rob's job is like talking about television. I feel like those but are he's both so nonsense no nonsense. Things. Like he's no nonsense he, about it. You're saying regimented. Don't get off track. Hmm. I feel like we could come up with people who are like more like probably every accountant in the history of the world is like more no nonsense than no. I than... called them no nonsense nonsense people. I'm not ah, talking ah, okay. about like the so big, there's there's the they're nonsense sort of right people. In the Venn diagram. Yeah. Got it. I hear you. I hear you. They're but, like, the no nonsense as they are no nonsense, which is wild. If there was someone who was like no nonsense in the no nonsense department, like they wouldn't even know us. We would have no way of interacting with them. My dad was pretty no nonsense. 
I guess, I guess, yeah, if it's a parent, a no-nonsense parent. Yeah, can't, do you think two no-nonsense parents could have a nonsense kid? I think they probably could, right? Like, you're rebelling. Are you rebelling if you're a nonsense person? Well, what is nonsense? <laughs> now it's lost all meaning. <laughs> you know what? That really, I feel like a no-nonsense person is really only a one-dimensional guest character on a sitcom. That's the only true no-nonsense person because, mm -hmm. like, Bookman or this, that was a perfect descriptor for the fish. Yeah. I actually think Winston um, made the a fish. good the, joke I the... in that elevator about the bird. And she's like, I don't like jokes. Yeah, the bird was a good joke. Yeah. And then they played it off another minute later. She's like, I got to get back and feed my bird. And she's like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I really liked this episode. I feel like this yeah, episode very good. has is like if I were if someone was like, should I watch New Girl? I might be like, you know what? Watch this episode. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like the pacing, the joke density, the insane plot. Like, you've got to suspend your disbelief, obviously. You already alluded to it. Like, in no world is the LAPD bringing... This is not a background check. Like, there's a home visit that makes no sense. But if you like this, mm -hmm. you'll like the show. Yeah, I agree. If you don't... Yeah, if you don't like this episode, there's no way back. You could like this episode and, in theory, not love the show because it's one of oh, the Oh, yeah, ones yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. Um, I like the whole little plot line of Cece going on a date with Paul and Schmidt spinning out. Almost every joke he made about Paul, I laughed at. And she later <laughs> plays it there was Mark Paul Gosseler. That was excellent. And I love mm -hmm. that he was like, oh, okay, well, can I come to the wedding? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true. What would, well, that's a good question. One of your friends who you like, like an old college buddy, you haven't spoken to her in like a year, calls you up. She's like, I just want you to know I'm very serious with ex-celebrity which celebrity would you be like most excited but it's not like can't be like a a plus list that's like uh yeah, i know, mean or... i think mark paul gossler is the perfect selection for this that joke. is is there but is there someone you would be like oh my god i'm so excited oh wait i have a new celebrity cr crush and now i forget who it is shit <laughs> i wanted to tell you this i, I mean thought about ruffalo it like would be ago. good that but I nah, like that, that he's too famous like he's too I famous think... for this i agree Wait, I mean, it'd probably be a reality. Oh, you know what? You. you know who it is? Do you know who yeah. my new celebrity crush is? Mm -hmm. That this—it's pretty nonsense for me to have thought of this like a month ago and be like, "Oh, I gotta tell Akiva. I gotta update Akiva on this." Okay. Mike Birbiglia. Yeah, I could see that, but you would—you <laughs> wouldn't be jealous that your friend was dating him. You'd be happy for her. Well, I'd be thrilled if anyone was any of my celebrity crushes were dating my friends. Mm -hmm. I think Birbiglia is better for you because I think Ruffalo was sort of not really your. Like, I don't know, not the same vibe, but but Birbiglia is very much the same vibe. As in, like, slightly sad We're, but funny. Yeah. Did, well, did you ever like before this whole thing? Did you ever like Mulaney, like like that? I I would never put John Mulaney on a celebrity like crush he, list at all. He's too gentile. Put him on a celebrity crush list. And like I coming from somebody true. who's dated dated Gentiles, and Mike Birbiglia is quite gentile. John Mulaney's gentile energy is like too strong for for me to have a crush you. on him. I, I really enjoy you. the comedy. Mm -hmm. What about that? What's the what's the sad comic's name? I'm blanking <laughs> on his name right now. The guy who does the videos. <laughs> what? You know who I'm talking about? The guy who does the long video and it's sad. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Who He's about. like really really popular. <laughs> I'm blanking on his name. He just did like the whole. He did like a whole quarantine album in his house. Oh 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 oh, oh yeah! Wait, now I'm like got Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. I yeah. had to sing his YouTube song. Uh huh. Because I used you to like, like his YouTube's. Are you? Uh, yeah. I like him as but a comedian, he, I mean, although I did not have... watch Inside. I don't. You like, like him, him as, as a friend. celebrity crush. Okay. I like him as a friend. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> That is such a hilarious phrase for an adult to say. Ian Rosenblum said yeah. that one time, and I laughed so hard. It's like very alarming—not alarming. It's it, you know, it comes out of nowhere it, it when would, somebody says that. If I said I had a celebrity crush, it would be weird. I feel like why? I don't know. I just feel like maybe because I'm old. I don't know. Maybe because I'm married. Like it would be weird if I was like, oh, I'm, I'm real. I have a celebrity crush, but I, I don't. Yeah, think I'm I'd sure Mero would be incredibly threatened by the chance she would that be threatened. Would leave her she'd be for like, a celebrity. She'd be like, tell Katie Holmes to come here. I'll whoop her ass. My <laughs> mom used know. to joke that my dad, uh, my dad had a celebrity crush on Gwyneth Paltrow. 
I well, have like the opposite. He'd leave of a crush. me for her in a second. He'd throw yeah, it all I have the away. Op- the opposite of a crush for, on on Gwyneth P. Now listen, uh, my dad's opinion is frozen in time in 2015, so mm-hmm. you can't hold him responsible for like the vagina candle and everything that came mm-hmm. after. No, can't. <laughs> <laughs> out of context. <laughs> fun we having fun yeah, this is a good one this is a good one maybe maybe we found the right time to record Saturday no afternoon. one's asleep i don't have to be working like this is great mm-hmm. all right should we talk about the show or yeah, yeah. this I is an alley we and keep mess around i thought we, i thought we were oh so this no, is the episode really. with the mess around right where it comes no up. that was that was we already discussed that that I don't was know why it's in my notes for this episode. Maybe I switched my <laughs> notes. Maybe I just continued with the season four, episode four notes after I watched season four, episode six. I don't know. So the one that you watched instead of four, you now are using the notes from four on that one. It's possible there's a mix. No, because the notes start with, because my notes are just one word or a few, like Academy background check. The next word is Paul. Then my next, my next note is, <laughs> would you, Allie, know if you had meth? Which I guess is a good question. And you want to Jess is no sure. Nonsense. Jess, Jess thinks she has meth. All right, let's you talk about be my that. You want to be my no-nonsense salesman. Yeah. Um, Matt Stewart uh, J- says, go ahead. Yeah, how, how, do, how does she know what meth is? Like, I wouldn't even have a this guess the what meth is. the most awake you've like. ever been. No, Matt Stewart says, why is By the way, I took a three. I took a three-hour nap, and then I ended it the second, like, 20 minutes before Shabbat, Ella's like, you promised me you'd play this board game with me. So I got up, what played board one board game. Um, wait, uh, Jaipur. It's, it's, uh, it's like a two-player game. I like went to like board game rankings and bought like the ten best games, so it was on the top ten. Oh, that's a fun dad thing to do. I'm a fun. I'm a. I would say I'm a fun dad, but not one person out out in the other room would agree. <laughs> I, your kids like you. It's clear your kids like you. I'll say that. I think there's high highs and lows because I'm not. A, I'm really not around a lot. I'm really out of the house so much <sighs> these days. I mean, my dad wasn't worked a lot, and I liked him. It's true. Also, my father would come home at like 10 o'clock at night, but I only have like positive memories, you know? Your father, the rabbi, or that was his financial role? Well, because he is, a t- he's, I mean, he still does the same things. He would like teach till 1 p.m. and then he'd first go to his dad's house, which is 45 minutes away, to work as an accountant every day for like five, six hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes he'd like have to teach, a, you know, study with a kid, teach a kid bar mitzvah lessons. Like he had a lot because he was also a shul rabbi, like. He he is synagogue rabbi. He had like um so he would come home nine or ten, you know, many nights, yeah. Sounds like a no nonsense kind of guy. Yeah, I mean if you have three or four like real jobs, you have to be no nonsense. I mean I have like jobs, but they're nonsense jobs and then I'm, I'm not. He only has like two hours for nonsense. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Matt Stewart says, Why is her first assumption that it's meth and at any point did you think it would actually end up being meth if you could put yourself back in your two weeks ago shoes? Never. Never never once uh, thought it would be meth because I, the question was too ridiculous. How could it be meth? Like she doesn't know. <laughs> I'm surprised she even knew what meth was, let alone what it looks like. I have the only physical representation of meth I've ever seen is on new girl. I don't know what meth looks like. I don't want to know what it looks like. And, but I have to imagine the quantity alone would lead me to believe like, okay, either there's a million dollars of meth in, in this, in like in my like armoire or not armor or whatever footstool <laughs> or this is not meth right like i don't know how much meth costs but it can't that was an incredible amount i think it's like cheap but maybe that's a lot of meth i don't know that's can you google that's a lot google google on your work computer I'm how much computer does that cost? i'm on right now how much does <laughs> yeah. meth cost check google in hebrew so like it's easier for the it people to catch me <laughs> I will, i'll google it do on you my know phone. What, what's meth in hebrew <laughs> should i like text one of my coworkers? Ask your kids. Ella, get All in right. here. What's How the rate right now for meth? Does meth cost? I'm doing incognito on my phone. Oh, thank God. How much does meth cost? I think it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, recovered.org. Why are like the people in recovered.org, why are they Googling this? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is like a, a single hit of meth can cost as little as five dollars and is often hundred percent pure. The gram of meth is between 20 and 500. So how many grams of aquarium okay. rocks do you think she had? Yeah, it's a good question. All right, so it's not uh, that expensive. Should we become meth dealers? No, <laughs> 12, no, no. 1,200 to 5,500 per pound wholesale. Well, didn't you watch um, the, the, the teacher who cooks meth? That's the name of the show, yes. I <laughs> you know, show. Breaking Bad. 
Yeah, Brian Cranston in the teacher who cooks meth. <laughs> That's what he was. Yeah, but I, it's crazy sorry, that sorry, you didn't just sorry. say Breaking Bad. The terminally ill teacher who cooks meth. Like, I know I couldn't remember Bo Burnham's name before, like, Mea Culpa. Breaking Bad is, like, a pretty easy name to remember. Keep. We're just here doing a podcast about New Girl, okay? I'm not on trial. Did you never watch Bring Bad? No. But that's one of the most badass things my dad ever did. When my dad had cancer, he watched all of Breaking Bad. And then became a huge, like, Brian Cranston fan, whatever. I just thought that was, like, pretty bold. That is that is a pretty cool move. I... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's no I nonsense. Think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, Ali, do you want to watch with me? You're like, no. And then the only no, he thing never he offered. Is... He watched. No, I mean, he was anyway. Whatever. I you watched watch seven. So you never, you never watch the show, and then you only know it as the, the the teacher who liked to cook math. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. I didn't realize that was going to strike such a nerve, Keith. You're being a little no nonsense on me now. <laughs> um, right, I'll turn the yeah. Also, this is the second meth reference in New Girl. I I think we've already seen the episode where Schmidt tries to connect with Winston's blackness. And he's like, let's go buy drugs. Or he's like, he wants crack. It's crack meth. Mm -hmm. Crack, I don't think crack is meth. <laughs> I was just reading about crack on Shabbat crack because is... I read a book about um, uh, about uh, Biggie, the Notorious B.I.G., and he was a crack dealer before he started making it in the music industry. Wow. So, I mm -hmm. was just reading about crack on Shabbat. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, listen. he was pretty good. They made him seem like he was like the best crack dealer on the block. Like he was really, really good. If we ever had found ourselves in a situation like the gang mm -hmm. in the loft this week, all we would need to do is play back the last 10 minutes of this podcast for everyone to know unequivocally that they're, it's not our drugs because we don't know what That's right. we're talking about. <laughs> How much does crack cost? <laughs> <laughs> is crack, I don't think crack is bad. <laughs> is crack bad? Okay. Um, I I feel like apologizing. Like, is there a world we've offended the drug community? No, I think it's fine. I think they want us to know as little as possible about them. You know. Okay, that's fine. Um, I I could be more in line with getting a bad decision hat. I would like a hat. That, it was unclear to me. Was the hat the bad decision, or does she make bad decisions while wearing the hat? It's a good question. I'm not sure. All right, I think it's both. And then another question coming out of this for me: How far is too far to go for a waffle? I mean, I don't think I've ever gotten a. I know that's not true. I have gotten waffles from a restaurant, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like more than waffle seems like close to your house food, doesn't it? <laughs> like you're gonna go an hour for like a steak or or like the best sushi in the world, you know? Waffles. I love, I well, like not if you're 15, Yosef. Fifteen minutes. Because he doesn't need to travel. Plain sushi is close to your house food. Yeah, I guess you. Yeah, if, if you, all you want is plain sushi. <laughs> Which is, to be clear, an avocado roll with the avocado poked out. Yes. Uh, Yosef likes the <laughs> avocado roll with the avocado taken out. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yosef likes rice. Um, <laughs> Ironically, no. <laughs> My wife serves rice every Shabbat. I don't think he's ever taken one grain of it. But if you roll it up and smush it in a, in a like, a you know, with some seaweed, then he's into it. Um. See, have we discussed uh, the power ranking of French toast pancakes waffles? The Kilding Mary? I don't think we have on the podcast. I, I'm French toast waffles and pancakes. Right now, that's where I am. Where are you? First of all, I love the acknowledgement that it can shift because I agree. I think it's very situational. Yeah, no, no. I think if you ask me six months from now, I'll probably have a different answer. And six months ago, maybe pancakes wouldn't have been last. I was a big waffle girly as a kid, and I still to this day like a waffle at a diner. But now that I know that you go to the diner in New York and it's like 14 to $18 for a very, like, a waffle is, like, insane. Yeah. Um, I really, really like waffles, but I really like pig. It's just so circumstantial. French toast is my strong third. Yeah, I like French toast. I feel like it I, – I feel like you're less likely to encounter it at, like – Waffles, people eat chickens with waffles, pancakes. There's like a whole international house of them. But <sighs> French toast that has no like home base, you know? I mean, French toast has done a lot for Jews, I think, to put challah on the map, at least That's in New true. York. French toast challah, I guess, yeah, that, that, that has helped a little bit. We, my mom has started introducing challah French toast as part of the breakfast bread in the last mm -hmm. like five, six years. I like it. I, I wish I took a picture. 
I cook up challah French toast using three different pans for an army in like 20 minutes. I'm very, I've become very proficient at making a mass amount of challah French toast is really what I'm saying. I like it. It's fine. All right. Um, a couple great lines I want to call out here. I love when Winston says you guys are like rubbing alcohol. You sting me in the now, but you save me in the later. That's a great line. Yeah, that is pretty good. And then uh, Nick, we back to his lying ways. Lying makes me sweat. That's why I don't play poker or talk to pregnant ladies. What are lies you've got to tell pregnant ladies? Matt Stewart wants to know. What are lies you got? Like, is it like, do I look fat in this? Yeah, is it like, you don't know, you don't look nine months pregnant. You don't look a day over <laughs> six. Like, I don't know. Um, I do like the, the bit that they call CC for her expertise with a man named Crystal Randy. Mm-hmm. Would you change your Twitter bio to Crystal Randy? Crystal Keefe? Mm, something about Randy. I don't know. There, there's Dirty Randy from the league. I didn't like him. Yeah, I hate Dirty Randy. No, No, he was not. Nobody nobody likes Dirty Randy. (laughs) Um, All right. So Cleo King plays Dorado, who arrives uh, to give Winston the background check. Very interesting. I always go to the IMDb of the guest stars. And Cleo King has played a ton of police officers. Wow. I like the idea that there's a couple people out there like they're your go-to cops. She was officer guarded in The Hangover. She was a police liaison officer in Pineapple Express. She was a parole officer Marva in The Big Leaf in 2015. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, uh, then she was this sergeant. She was an impound officer in Dude, Where's My Car? She's got a little niche. I think she won the Oscar for that one. Lieutenant Price in Six Degrees of Separation. Like, it's, Did she ever not I mean, play this a cop? That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, she has a lot of other credits, but mm-hmm. I like it, the reason I even noticed this is that um, in her top four known for two of the four are officers. And then I was like, hold on, <laughs> let me control F officer. Got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Um, um, yeah. All right. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. One of the better guest stars we've had so far. Plays a role very well. Oh, wow. Strong. I did like that bird was going straight to hell. Mm hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it, this is hard to recap, right? Because the evaluation begins, and it's just, I think, really wall-to-wall with jokes this whole episode. Yeah, yeah it's jokes, it's madcap, it's just going fast, but there's not like... I mean, yeah, there, she's just a bunch of bunch of stumbling blocks on her way to figuring out if Winston is going to make a good cop or not. You know, I think Jake Johnson, and, and beyond Nick, like, Jake Johnson, the actor, does an incredible job this episode. I think, like, almost everything he says and does is so funny to me, like, the mustache bit... The green grapes, like, would you like a green grape handed to your mouth? Like, I just thought he did this whole thing. And then obviously he has this whole interaction with her where he's confessing to every single, like, borderline thing he's ever done in his life. And mm-hmm. I was just rolling. Uh, yeah, no, it is really funny. Yeah, one of, like, the wildest things he's done. He, he it, It's uh... hard because I want to be like, oh, uh, it was a little crazy to lie about the Boys and Girls Club. But again, you just kind of have to suspend your disbelief for this. That was probably my least favorite part of the episode mm-hmm. is the, the the pedophile drive and then, like, yeah, yeah, bringing in the, like, adult It's kind of to funny, but it's, like, child. so cringy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, agreed. But, okay, basically, like, this all resolves um, because they find out that it's actually Aquarium Rocks. Uh, <laughs> Neve says... Who keeps aquarium rocks in a footstool? Genuine question. It's a good question. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. I do dream about going to a garage sale and finding like something accidentally cool in something else. You know, mm-hmm. like you you buy the footstool and you find like ten thousand dollars in it. No, my grandma was. Mm-hmm. My dad's mom was. Her? Yeah, she was a big. Uh, Garage seller, consignment shop. She used to volunteer there. She was a big, mm-hmm. big on the resale market, upcycling maybe. Oh, she was. Before she, it was so cool. she was looking to re, to flip them, not just to find something cool for her house. Well, no, but then she would bring she, that, and she she like volunteered her time at the consignment shop. So I think she like, mm-hmm. I think there was like some charitable angle there, right? Got it, like, got I don't, it, got it. Um, maybe something with the church. You know, it's beyond me, but. Um, yeah, I mean that I would like to I would like to have a fun I don't have the patience. My brother is a huge flipper of stuff. 
He's very oh, really? good at it. I'm, I'm like too jerseys, lazy to flip. video games. I'm way too lazy to flip. Yeah, I think you have to love it. I don't think you can like just like oh I want to like. Well, I don't like do the it all postal the time, service. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to go through like if someone could show up in my house, I would maybe sell stuff. Stamps.com. <laughs> this yeah, became like a maybe. commercial for like if only I didn't have to go to the post office, I'd make millions of dollars flipping items. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is chaos. Um, all right. So this, the one, my favorite line of the episode is I one time changed a sign from happy Jewish new year to happy newish Jew year. Is that a hate crime? Yeah. Is it, Keith? You're the authority. I don't think that's a hate crime. I don't think we're currently in a position to complain about things like that. You know, I would take that all day over what's going on. Newish Jew year, go for it. Um, We do find out that uh, Winston, despite the doubts of his housemates, is crushing it on his way to becoming a police officer and his roommates, I think, find a new appreciation for his responsibility. And we all hug at the end. Yep. A lot of hugging, a lot of learning. I was thinking of that. Yeah. First, there was very little hugging and learning, and then boom, right at the end. I mean, it's a nice episode because it's like, I mean, she says, like, oh, find new roommates. But really, it's a story of people who are willing to fall on their knife. You know, Jess is like, Take me downtown. I'm on drugs. Like, I'm a, you know, the drugs are mine. Like, they're all willing to fall on their sword just for Winston to become a cop. Right. Well, they're they're unwilling to do the thing they actually need to do, but they're yeah, willing to do all the things they don't need to do. Just act yeah. normal for like an hour, and then everything <laughs> will be fine. But that's they're not capable of. Yeah, also just acting like they're they were in, coming through with a drug dog, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she was not going to find your bag of aquarium rats. But anyway. I mean, it is funny. Like, I don't think this is something that happens that they go to your house. Um, I don't think that they would interview your friends, like, just to become, like, a regular, like, first level, you know. Well, they level, do it like, for the FBI. They do interview yeah. your friends. I know. Yeah, but this is much lo- Like, the LAPD, I assume, is, like, probably they're not going to your house. But even that's a phone call. Like, I know uh, one of my friends in college was, like, applying to work for the FBI, and, like, his roommate had to get, get a phone call. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the guide. Matt Stewart wants to know, will they ever make it to the outlet? Is Coach ever going to have his dream day in the outlet malls? It's a good question. I don't think so. I don't think we see it. I'd certainly watch it, but yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Who won the episode, Keeve? It's really tough. I think Jess is great. Being on meth the whole time, one of the one of the better acting performances by Zooey in the series. But I think Winston, because he has all these great friends. I think Winston wins the episode by getting in, getting his dream job. It's tough. I feel like it's a real ensemble win. Yeah, it's an ensemble win. Nick is great, Winst- too. I also think, you know, Schmidt gets... Cece admits to kissing him back. There's, like, yeah. still some stuff brewing True. between them. Uh, Win- I mean, Winston is supremely let down by his friends, and then they get a talking to from the fish, so... And then they appreciate him. But, like, he's so funny in this episode. Nick's so funny. They're all so funny in this episode. So I'm giving it an ensemble win. The rare ensemble win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Matt Stewart said it's fair. Nick for him admitting to everything, although Winston being an amazing cadet was so nice. All right, Keith, you want to do a Gardensman? Uh, yeah, we can do a Gardensman. I, I also think it's funny because I feel like they would never make – I mean, they, I guess they never would have made him a cop, right? Like in 2022 probably. Oh, yeah, certainly not. But, like, it is funny that it's, like, uh, sort of a feel-good, what's it called? You know, like a feel-good thing that that he, like, gets to be a police officer. Well, in the last, you know, three and a half seasons, we've seen him sort of struggle to find his footing with his career. So, like, you know, taking the cop part out of it, which is, you know, difficult or easy for me to say. But um, he's succeeding in a career path that he wants to be on. So there's the awe. Mm-hmm. All right, ready for a gardensman? Now, the cop technically is a job where you could, in theory, be available at, th- at Tuesday at 3 p.m. Yeah, okay, right. but here's the key. Success, mm-hmm. being available Tuesday at 3 p.m. doesn't count if you're working, like, night shifts or weekends or, you know, it's like, true. you could be available, but only because you have shittier shifts. That's true. It's, uh, there used to be, like, a rich man, poor man game where it's like, yeah, it's like either great or bad if you're available at 3 p.m. Right. So that's not part of our road to financial freedom. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. Garnsman. Yeah, Speaking of someone Garnsman. who's available, 
Tuesday at 3 p.m. Ready? Yeah, no question. She's always available. Yes. Whenever you're ready. The Daily Mail caught Jennifer Garner locking lips with her boyfriend, John Miller, before stepping oh. out with their son, Samuel, in Los Angeles. First of all, what does stepping out with your son mean? Like taking them to school? <laughs> but um, the 50-year-old performer and her partner appeared to be happy to see each other and made a point of kissing while stepping into a car. <laughs> the actress was later seen while spending a bit of quality time with her youngest son, or youngest child, only son, Samuel, age 10. He doesn't Garner get was... a lot of co- press, the son. I only hear about Violet. Yeah, you hear about Violet. You don't hear much about, about the son. Uh, I, I just love these stories. Like, the alias star also rocked a dual tone of pair of athletic shoes as she enjoyed her boyfriend's company. She accessorized with a stylish pair of sunglasses and covered up part of her gorgeous brunette hair with a light blue cap. Miller, when ooh, you I want to know what he's wearing. <laughs> when you and Mara kiss, would you say you make a point of kissing? What a weird <laughs> thing to say. Uh... I'm trying to think how far I can get into this because we probably only have ten seconds. Um, a- another time. When I'm uh, uh, ask me another time when my kids are around, I'll tell you a funny. Save by the bell. Okay. I, I want to be clear. I wasn't actually asking about the no, details. No, no, it wasn't. That. It wasn't like that. It, 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 it's not like a gross thing. You exhibited distress. Kids <laughs> around. All right. Um, well, my new thing is I I record with headphones, so that's making the the Yosef minute difficult. But I will insert it in post. Anything to say about this particular Yosef? Which Yosef one? Min? What's it about? The the new one you just sent me. Oh, uh, yes. Yosef has uh, he got a new outfit and he's very excited about it. Hey, Yosef. Hey. What did you just get? Basketball, a real basketball jersey. A, a real basketball jersey. Yeah. What, what player? Michael Jordan. What do you think was better, Michael Jordan or LeBron? I think Mike. You think Mike is better? Yeah. But LeBron's in like season twenty. He's gonna have the all-time scoring record soon. Well, who's he's already a coach. Who's a coach? No, Michael Jordan's an owner. He owns a team. LeBron still plays. What? Yeah, you have a shirt that's Michael Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe. All three of them. You're asking me? It's your shirt. Well, so, like, if those three are the starting three, how about them three, you and Banana? Does that team win the NBA championship? What? Let's say it's, like, Michael Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, Yosef, and Banana. Does that team win it all? I'd probably win. You'll win? You think you'd be the best player on that team? Yeah. I'm like this. Well, you're doing a lot of karate moves. I don't know how that's going to help you in a basketball game. Wrong. That's a basketball game. You you catch the ball and then you do like that, throw it into the hoop fast. So you're doing like a hundred dribbles and then you throw it into the hoop fast. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, nobody's ever tried that before. That would be pretty sweet. And spin around, place, and then jump it up in the air and boom, shakalaka, dunk it. Yeah, I, I will say I'll have inserted already so we can talk about it. I'm very pleased to hear that the kids are still saying boom shakalaka. Well, I think celebrate. most of them are not. I, I think maybe I said it once and now he says it. Uh, boom shakalaka. He's got this like I, baby Hebrew yeah. voice. I love when he said wrong when I said you were because he I mean, I should have videotaped it. He was like doing what looked like karate, but really was just like dribbling, I guess, super fast. Um, no misses, just hoops. No misses, just hoops. He's he's it'll be LeBron. I didn't want to tell him about the Kobe thing. I think I've mentioned before, but I think he forgot that you know, it'll be hard to get Kobe on his team with Banana MJ. <laughs> he also called Jordan Mike by accident. I think he was just like <laughs> doing his own shorthand of of because people do call him Mike, but I think it was like him being maybe too familiar with the guy. But uh, he did do the on Shabbat. He did wear the full Jordan jersey with the Red Bull shorts. We love a full kit wanker on we this do. podcast. We do endorsed fully. <laughs> yes. mm. Um, all right, Keith, this was fun. I had a good time. I don't know if the listeners will enjoy it, but I had fun. They and that's did. All that they, lo- they loved it. All right. Uh, next week, uh, we will be talking about, I closed out by accident. Can I remember? Season four. Should I just guess Episode the title? seven. It's called Goldmine, I think. Goldmine. They find even more meth and they sell it. It's a goldmine of meth. No, um... We learned what? that that's not really that big of a gold mine. Yeah, that's not so much. We're not going to become meth dealers. Um, what gold mine? I don't know. They find like a stash of something cool, and it's a gold mine. All right. We'll see uh, if there's a stash next week on that new girl, old guy. You, oh, I forgot. 
You can follow me at Lash Tweets. Check mm-hmm. out the challenge coverage. Brian and I are in the thick of the season, two episodes in, not too late to join. This season's great. It's a real cleanse from Challenge USA. It's I think it's better than Survivor right now, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't always say that. Uh, check it out, robiswebsite.com slash challenge. iTunes, Kiwi, uh, Chappelle was on. <laughs> you like how I know that now. Chappelle was on for uh, Renap. Don't know what they were talking about. Sure, it was Leprechaun gold. Leprechaun 5, Leprechaun in the Oh, head. perfect. <laughs> um, speaking of goldmine, and uh, what's going on on 32 fans? 32 fans, uh, we did uh, NBA preview last week. We're, we're talking football. Uh, the holidays are over, so much easier for us to record. Um, yeah, good time. When is, the, when is the much-anticipated jersey tournament resuming? I, I think it's like when football calms down a little bit, like not after football season, but at some point in November, we got to do. Uh, we we got to. Is get football popping off right now? I thought the early season was the least important. I guess it probably is, but also like maybe in the later season, there's like four games that matter, and the other twelve are like whatever. I don't know. They're like the games get right. better, but maybe the quantity. I don't know. Look forward to that. I'm heading now to watch the Northwestern Maryland game with my brother. Uh, go Cavs! Wow. Fun game. Go Terps. Well, he went to Maryland, so that's, you know. Oh, um, oh, boo him. Boo, a real uh, grudge match. Mm-hmm. You know, We're, I mean, honestly, brother. it's two real losers playing each other. It's sort of it like, go true. sports. It is true. <laughs> We're fine. Do you know Tua on the Dolphins? No. Uh, anyway, his brother is the Maryland quarterback. All right, I'll drop that knowledge to my brother and see if he's impressed. Mm-hmm. All right, Keeve, uh, follow Keeve at Keeve26, and we'll uh, see you next week. Bye. Ali and Akiva Gonna talk a TV show And maybe Jenny Garner So don't go any farther now Akiva and Ali All the way to the finale His face is his job She's the captain of NGOG